on the 158th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We're three quarters of the way through our preseason positional rankings. We're here to rank the top 50 wide receivers going into the 2022 season. And from the onset, our rankings will deviate from the big name experts. That being said, let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. As we continue our preseason ranking extravaganza, uh, as we move on to the wide receivers, the deepest and probably most important if you do PPR, like we do in some of our leagues, where if you get just two top 12 guys, guy comes up out of nowhere, you're pretty much set for the playoffs. And also, it's just very deep, like Anthony was just saying. A lot of guys where I thought they should be a lot higher compared to other rankings. So a lot of, a lot of shuffling up and down. Yeah, definitely uh, a a large group of players that like you look at them and you're like, hey, this guy could be 15, and then you're like, oh, you know, maybe he actually be like 25. Like it's there's so many like that middle area is just is is loaded with a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent. I'm looking at a lot these of- wide receivers. Also, a lot of great young guys. Yes. If you if you don't focus on the names, a lot of great young guys. For Very sure. true. I, my biggest t- my biggest takeaway was that I have like a tier of top seven, and after that, I have I have like the next fifteen. I, I really whatever I could get any of them and be kind of happy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I really want to get one of these seven. Whereas while we were talking with running backs. There's like a clear couple, and then you're kind of cool with a bunch. So, um, I'm definitely not gonna let second. I'm not gonna let the second round go without having a wide receiver. I'll definitely be drafting a wide receiver in the top two rounds. Yes, and which I I feel like I don't know. I always say this thing every year lately is that I like drafting at the back end of the the first round because, especially now, like I feel like if I'm drafting at the, let's say one two. By the time it gets to me at the, the back end of the second round, I'd be really worried that those top six or seven guys will, are gone. Completely gone. Gone. So, gone. Completely gone. Completely gone. Not even, not even a chance. Completely gone. And then, then Sean blowing his nose. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> playing a little hurt tonight. Just a little elephant. Yeah, a little elephant in the background. All right, all right. What are you drinking over there? Uh, Recovery Guinness. Recover? I never even heard of that. I mean, it's it's just a Guinness, oh, but it's, yeah. it it helps. It's, oh. Irish have used it for generations. Too. It's a uh, yeah, a Guinness like with all. with an emergency in it. Mm. You ever do those emergencies? Do you think those work at all, or are they just they're just getting money from us? It's a straight <sighs> it's a straight gimmick. It's gotta be. I yeah, think it's right? sort of a gimmick. Yeah, like. But the, I feel like a lot of that quasi kind of stuff's gimmick. Look, it's it's always mind well, to matter too, right? Placebo effect. It's all a placebo effect, right? You think you're taking something good, your mind thinks yeah. it's good, you start sort of feeling better a little bit. If it works in your head, it works in your head. Although you know, vitamins are real. True, <laughs> vitamins are real. We are not a we are not a vitamin uh, a podcast that thinks vitamins are fake and made up by the government. So, I guess a lot of those just kind of like blast you with the vitamins you need. I don't know. I think maybe if it's like uh, if you catch it real early, it might help you not get as sick. 
yeah. but it's not like you're not taking emergency if you're sick already and getting any better. Mm. That's yeah. that's my but, theory. <laughs> vitamins only work in gummy form. That's my theory. Only in gummy form. I like okay. Yeah, that's I only take gummies. I um yeah, D's got me on a whole bunch of vitamins now. I have vitamins. I just somewhere. take them. She could. I always joke. She could just be slowly killing me. She puts like six pills down on the counter every morning, and those pills go in my mouth when I wake up, and into my belly. So this sounds she, like the beginning of like an ID special, right? Any yeah, <laughs> any day she just grows tired of my shit, and she wants to just replace those with poison. It, I'm I'm not just suspecting it. I'm an easy mark. I'm just gonna t- take it and die. Yeah. Like that's it's fine. It. Well, I mean, the way to do it is slowly poison you over a period of time, like the lady that was putting Drano in her in her husband's drinks and just slowly poisoning him over time. She got caught yeah. though, so I don't think it worked out too well for her. No, she got caught. So yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Listen, just slip one arsenic pill, one cyanide pill in there. Get it, it done. A mistake. Over. Clearly, clearly a mistake. Oh, I put that in there. <laughs> oh, the fertilizer was in there. Are we- <laughs> Gardening. I didn't mean to give him rat poison. I meant to give him fighting well, usually... Yeah. Well, what you gotta do is document a rat problem. You gotta get so. This is the thing. People don't think ahead. So you gotta like get some rats, put them in your house, make make an artificial rat problem. Yeah. You call mm. an exterminator, documented rat problem. Then, when you have a little hanky-panky accident with the rat poison, there's documentation. There's been a rat problem. We called the exterminator twice. Rats are still there. I have rat poison in the house, obviously, and yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You got to think ahead. You got to really think of all the the scenarios of how to get out of it. I mean, look, yeah. there's a whole channel dedicated to this, and <laughs> yeah. so. But I watch you know, We watch it every night. So. I, I I enjoyed watching the ID channel. I don't watch it as much anymore. I do watch a lot of uh, crime documentaries on like Hulu and things like that. Those are my favorite. But uh, ID channel, I think we we watch so much of it that if Allison wanted to kill me, she probably could easily. <laughs> oh yeah. With good well, reason. Only problem with uh with it is that you know. The body still. They'd have to make it look like an accident. Mm-hmm. Where we would, ha- we could easily, more easily remove bodies. It's a little harder for women. I mean, I don't know, not Anthony. Not Anthony. He's not like 120 Anthony. pounds. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not Anthony. <laughs> Dee, I don't think D could lift me out the house. She'd really have to chop, chop up. You'd have to get a, just get a, um, a wheelbarrow, or like a, like a dolly. Throw you on the dolly and move you. You're good. That's it. You're like a, bu- you're, you're like four bags of, uh, you're like four bags of cement. On a dolly, and you just—I mean, that. we do have a fireplace. What does a burning flesh smell like? Because then you just—not great. Just—I I would assume not pleasant. Not great. You just then you just shop back the ashes out. You shop. What about the bone? The bone's not going to burn. Yeah, that the easy. bone and stuff. You yeah, thought of the bones. Shop back it all, and then you toss in a little bag. And supposedly, everything says it's just what the skull and the fingers, right? That's the only thing. The teeth and the fingers. The teeth. The, the, the oh, it's always the they always find teeth fragments. The teeth is yeah, the fingers. You got to really. Um, I mean, you live like in the Pine Barrens area, so like she can go deep into like the woods and really like give them a, yeah. give, give them a good go of like hard trying to find your body yeah as long as you cut off the hands and the head and you do really good job with that you could 
really just throw the rest in the trash and they're not going to know who it is. By the time they figure it out, there's so much decomposing and decomposition that, it's, yeah, it's going to be difficult yeah. to figure that shit just out. Just the head and the hands, you got to do a good job with those. Everything <laughs> else, do whatever you want. I mean, uh, really, throw it off a bridge. Who cares? It's not going to be identified. <laughs> All right. Tattoo. Make sure the tattoos are gone. The right. tattoos as well. Yeah, yeah that is also, yeah. yes, correct. Um, but now that we know how to kill someone and get rid of the body, um, maybe we should move into uh, our wide receiver rankings. Yeah. Uh, I thought yeah. you were going to say something a little bit more depressing. Jet season are being already over, so we don't have to talk about them for the rest of the year. Uh, so. Glad, glad we got that. You might say, let's rank the players who could kill and uh, <laughs> hide a body, but that's a little too close to the home for for NFL past. That I was going to say is OJ Simpson, just the clear cut number one there. Uh, Ray Carruth. Ray Carruth. Aaron Hernandez. Ray Carruth. Uh, Hernandez. Ray Carruth is up there too. Don't forget Ray Carruth. He helped in uh, right in murder as yeah. well. So he's out. Yeah, I, I mean, he's Ray out. Lewis, Akeem <laughs> Talib. Rumors, rumors. Akeem Talib was involved. Yeah. Oh, with his brother? Oh, shoot. Yeah, That's rumor, not... rumors only. Unsubstantiated. This, this, allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged, very highly alleged. <laughs> Twitter rumor. It's like kind of bad that within five seconds we all thought of at least one. In one <laughs> well, sport. That, 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 in one sport, that it, shouldn't, it shouldn't happen like that. And all different. Definitely not just one. All different, too. Not even the same person. We all thought of someone different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, Jets are murdered. No, Jets, you know, what? They're going to go two weeks without their quarterback at most. Um, so their season is pretty much the same, especially since Beckton didn't really play last year. Uh, you know, I think the, uh, the doomsday that I had on the Jets last week is, is residing a little. They are what they are. So we'll see. No, yeah. I mean, they'll never stop that. They're going to, they're going to be, so- they're going to be six and 11 this year. That's, that, that's, uh, that's they'll that. be like three and eleven, perfect position, and then they'll win three games at the end, giving, and screw every, giving everybody hope that like, oh look, we did the last three games of the season. That's like <laughs> next year's the year before, and then the year after that. But... Uh, always, always. All right. uh, <clears throat> I believe uh, Anthony, you have yet to go first in our. Okay. All right. I will go first in, in top our, five. So. Your top five wide receivers. All right, my number, my my top five. I'm gonna start with number one. I am going Justin Jefferson over Cooper Cup, as everyone else. Uh, I am not dropping him much lower, and I will explain for in a second. But uh, so I will do Jefferson one, Cooper Cup two, Devontae Adams three, Jamar Chase four, and I like Debo Samuel five. The reason why, when was the last time? I don't think Cooper Cup can go back to back. I like. The trajectory that Jefferson has done in the first two years of his uh, NFL career, he still has Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball, who looked really good last year. I feel like he's only going up. Uh, I don't think Cooper Cup can go anywhere but down. And he, that was a, such an amazing season. And I mean, if he was number one, then yes. But I'm saying, like, but like, not only just number one, like, you know, he almost beat Michael Thomas's record in receptions. His yards were ridiculous. Yeah. His touchdowns were ridiculous. I just think there will be a little bit of a drop off. Uh, and I think Jefferson will supplant them. And, of course, you know, like I said, the Devontae Adams, you know, he still has Derek Carr, who they were, you know, co- you know, teammates in college. Jamar Chase, look what he did. We, all, everything we said about his rookie year before he uh, hit the drops, that was ridiculous because he looked amazing. And Debo Samuel got his big contract. So, you know, he's going to do the whole running and receiving on a team that I think is going to need a lot of help 
to help Trey Lance uh, in what technically is like you know his first real season as a quarterback. So you were what Devonte Adams four and uh, Debo five is what you said? Uh, Devonte three, Chase four, and Debo five. Oh wow, yeah, we are nowhere near each. Other. We are all different. I told you, you. I think this was gonna be the biggest one. Like when I was when I was writing it all down, I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun, spicy. I have I do not have one that mixes with yours. Wow. Okay. One through five. Um, I can go if that. Yeah, go go right ahead. Okay, so I've I've cup one and Jefferson two. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a to me it's a one a one b situation or one a one a. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's not too much separating these guys. Um, both I would love to have. Both I think are probably top five picks. Um, at, I don't know. There's I I don't blame you for putting Jefferson first. Uh, I mean, the guy has had probably the hit. He's probably up there with like Randy Moss and Odell Beckham for the best two, the two best years to start a career. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, Cup, though, that triple crown last year uh, and his first year being with Stafford. Stafford has a little bit of an arm soreness problem, but uh, we know Stafford has always. Probably one of the tougher QBs in the league. Always, always, ba- always bounces back, no matter what. Always plays through him, yeah. And uh, I think I like um, their offense a little better. I like their weapons a little less from the running back and receiving core. I know Allen Robinson's probably going to have a bounce back, but I would still take Thielen over him and obviously Cook over acres so just opportunity wise still fair either way so jefferson chase three digs four lamb five i think Diggs is gonna have a bounce back here um and we're talking you know bounce back after over 1200 yards over 100 receptions and 10 <laughs> touchdowns but to what he was doing two years ago uh then you know Jamar Chase, one of the better rookie seasons we've seen. And that was, if you remember, with him kind of being a little slow the first four games. He just caught, he didn't really get too many targets. He more so just got these big chunk plays. Um, and number five, CD Lamb. No competition, still a good offense, and still has Dak throwing to him. So, uh, he, he has like the best setup of any of these elite receivers. Agreed. I got some carryover. So I got Justin Jefferson one. Wow. Stefan Diggs two. Uh, probably I'm I'm thinking of a huge season for him. Just Bill's clear cut favorite in the East. Uh, I don't think they play any of the. I don't. They don't play the West this year. So I think their schedule is fairly easy. Don't quote me on that. Well, they gotta play three, at least Cooper, one West, right? They gotta play at least one division. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup number three. Devonte Adams number four. Gonna. Get a shit ton of targets. Uh, the only thing is, I'm worried about he's not going to get as many red zone targets because Darren Waller is going to get more, be more involved than the Packers tight ends were. And then number five, like Brian said, probably the most clear cut and one of the best situations of these elite wide receivers is CD Lamb. That gets a shit ton of yards. It's all the other stuff on the Cowboys that gets uh, messed up, but CD Lamb 
will have an elite season. So that's my top five. Yeah, I definitely have CD Lamb much lower than you, but then again, I still think where I have him, I mean, whatever. Well, we'll keep rolling. Um, I'll do six Stefan Diggs. It was tough keeping him out of the top five, considering what he's done uh, and how Josh Allen just keeps getting better every year. I have seven Tyreek Hill. I um, Look, I know he's with Tua. I don't care. I, um, he actually has... Uh, a really good uh, opposing wide receiver. Now I'm not saying I know he had Kelsey on the other team on uh, on Kansas City, but I mean, the, what they're going to do with Waddle and, and Hill, I think, can be amazing. So I still have Hill as a top top guy doing everything. He, I mean, they're not giving him that money, not giving him the ball, and he's still an amazing receiver. I have eight Keenan Allen. Uh, I know he's getting older, but Keenan Allen continues to see the a massive target share in that on that team. Again, Herbert also getting better. Going to sling that ball, throw for 5,000 yards, possibly 35, 40 touchdowns. And Keenan Allen's going to be a very, very big part of that. Number nine, C.D. Lamb. For everything you guys mentioned, number one, there's no one else in that team. That does sort of, I think, can worry me a bit because defenses can key on him a little more considering who are their other receiving options besides May Dalton Schultz. Um, and number 10, A.J. Brown, because... I mean, I, I just think they're going to they're gonna feed him the ball. And A.J. Brown's a beast. And there's nothing much else to say besides uh, he goes from a, a running offense to, I know Jalen Hurts likes to run the ball, but they're going to sling it. And they have him. and the, He goes from a running offense. offense. Well, he goes from a running offense with a running back, from a running offense to with a running quarterback. Um, but with Devonta, Adam, uh, Devonta, Adam, De, uh, Devonta Smith on the opposite side, I think it's going to help him. Uh, and... A.J. Brown is just, he's just so good. And he was hurt last year a lot, so I'm, I'm going to let that slide. I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to enjoy him on, the new, on, the, uh, on his new team. Uh, yeah, my only concern was how uh, frustrating it was to have any Eagles receiver last year because it's just, there was just so many spells of, of like such low passing yardage yeah. games. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of ta- I'm fading a lot of talented people for situational people in mm. this list. Okay. Um, which brings me to six, Devonte Adams. Uh, is he? Does he deserve to be a top two, top three? Sure. Uh, but this is look. He's not getting thrown from Rogers anymore. He's not. I don't think he's gonna do what he did. What he's done every year. With Rodgers, which is get over 10 touchdowns. He's just a touchdown monster with Rodgers. I don't think that happens. He has to compete with Waller for red zone targets. He has to compete with Renfro for red zone targets. I was going to say Renfro, yeah. That's true, yeah. But he also likes to gobble up Renfro, I mean, uh, red zone targets. So this is, Renfro's no joke. Uh, I feel like we're acting, like people forget that he uh, got over 100 receptions last year. Uh, over a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. Like that's a legitimate wide receiver. So I just think uh, Devontae has a lot more competition while having just an above average quarterback, not a great quarterback to spread it around. But maybe so that, maybe, maybe that helps because he really, he really didn't have any help in Green Bay. So it was like, hey, Devontae Adams here. They're gonna throw him the ball. So maybe that sort of other um, options yeah. sort of opens up the field for him a little more. 
You know, having Waller in front of him. I'm time believing anything helps than being Rogers' preferred target. I think, you know, even if you're covered, the guy's going to get it to you as many times as he can if he trusts you. Um, he's got... I, I, I would be astonished if he comes close to matching what he did on the Packers. But I... Look, top six. And number seven, Debo Samuel. So these are my top seven. These are the guys I am... Um, I, I really want to get one of these. Because I feel there's a big drop off after that. Um, you know, Debo's probably going to do like 1,200 yards receiving, 700 yards rushing, and a bunch of touchdowns. Like, great, just great stuff. Yeah. Coming up. Hopefully. Hopefully they're still rushing him. And he, uh, you know, Ayuk doesn't hit, run into his targets too much. And Trey Lance can, can, can figure it out. But he just, it can be, even if Trey Lance is not good, I think they'll just rely on him more because he's so you versatile. Just get, yeah, just get the ball in his hands through screens and shit. Yeah, he's very uh, versatile. Which are easier for worse and younger quarterbacks. Uh, eight, you're gonna hate this. <laughs> but Mike Evans. No, I was just. I, mean, I don't, I don't I was, hate it too much. Okay, I was looking at all these guys and I'm like, who do I know is gonna get a thousand yards or over ten touchdowns? Oh yeah, Mike Evans, um, and he's still only 28 years old. You went with the safe. Uh, you went with the safe. The safe high floor. <laughs> yeah. So this is my safe high floor because number nine, Tyreek Hill. I don't know what's going to happen with Tyreek Hill. I still think Jalen Waddle is great in that offense from last year. And uh, yeah, what if what if Tua just sucks, which I think he might. So who? <laughs> let, I don't know. I'm not trying to draft Tyreek Hill real high because he. We've seen these type of players. It's like Draymond Green. Like, would he be great on another team? Who knows? Or is he just a perfect fit for a team? I'm going to have to see it before I believe it. Um, he was, before last year, he was never, we, we remember like the first few years of his career, he was never a big volume guy. Last year he got 111 receptions, but that was never really him in the past. So if he goes back down to not being a high volume guy, uh, are they going to get a lot of touchdowns in Miami, which is what he'll need. Uh, number nine, uh, number 10 is uh, Michael Pittman. I think he has a much better quarterback. I think Ryan still has it for a year or two left. Um, and, you know, he was just scratching the surface last year before kind of coming back down to earth. But he did just did not have a good uh system in place quarterback wise and uh yeah he's my my riser of this and i think i might be a little high on him but he's my taking a risk guy Nah, i mean i i only have him a few spots lower but i think that's a smart smart guy to bet on as as your riser uh my number six is jamar chase i just have him a little bit lower just because he's got like 40 percent of his or 35% of his points in three or four games only worries me a little bit, especially with T Higgins looking like the better receiver for like half the year or like the more volume receiver. So I only dropped him a little bit. Number seven is uh, Debo. And then we had the clear cutoff of uh, tier number two. I also have Mike Evans at number eight. Uh, Tom Brady's still the quarterback. They know that offense. He's still going to get, his thousand yards, his hundred catches, his eight to ten touchdowns at least, probably. So, 
Still like Mike Evans to be that high. Number nine, also Ty. I think I copied Brian Tyree Kill. <laughs> uh, is Tua that good to have two top twenty receivers? Is that offense going to be that, that that high scoring? I don't know, especially with Tyreek relying on deep shots. Can can they get him those couple deep shots like Patrick Mahomes did every game? I don't know. I know he can dink and dunk to Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Waddle can get twelve catches for. 88 yards and a touchdown almost every game if he wants. And then number 10, I I went with A.J. Brown. I don't know if I'd pick him above some other guys like Michael Pittman or even a T. Higgins or <laughs> Keenan Allen or Terry McLaurin. I don't know if I would, but I put him at 10. <laughs> it's a lot of guys that you name. But... <laughs> well, they're, they're, all in that, they're all in that second tier of Guys, that I'll be, you know, I'll be happy with, but they're all just hanging out in a big circle, and you're like, I want you. I think the other, I think the other guys are more consistent, but I think AJ Brown might end up with more points during the season. I had a really, really tough time from eight to nineteen. I value almost every single one of those guys the exact same. I ranked them, but from eight, from my eight to nineteen, whatever. I, you couldn't tell me if one's going to be better than the other. I don't know. I think I have one or two. Uh... I mean, maybe one, uh, like you know, throw in in that in that group that I think that you guys probably don't have. Um, but okay. you're, but you're but you're right. You know, that whole like group is like, oh shit, like McLaurin, Deontay, Moore, Waddle. It's like they're all the same. Like, they're uh, all good. Uh, I just think, I just thought AJ Brown, if if he that offense does turn another gear, he's going to be the number one guy in there, and that would be, you know, he's going to be the the main point getter, even though Devonta Smith is good, AJ Brown's just another level. He is. You're also betting on talent. I mean, he's the most talented of the remaining people. Um, So you're betting on talent in that point, which is like really fair enough. Uh, And it's not like he was in some crazy good passing offense anyway to start with. Um, So I, I don't think I, you know, it's, I think it's a, Accurate ranking. Uh... <laughs> it's like, well, I was just going to be like, there's like the ones like, I mean, I guess I have to pick him if he's still there. Yeah. I have a big surprise of somebody I faded. You'll, we'll get to it. I, I, got, right. I think I got a few. All right. Uh, 11, to 15, 11, to, 11 to 15, right? All right. I have 11 Mike Evans. I mean, didn't drop him too far. Um, I will say, is he going to get 1,000 yards? I mean, history says yes. Um but you know he does now. He does have Julio Jones and Russell Gage added to that uh, receiver core. So they had Antonio Brown last year. I know, but you know he and also they he, saw they saw <laughs> four guys plus Gronk. He also left and no you know, Brown, no Gronk this he, year. He also ran off the field in a in a blaze of glory. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even talk about his Instagram post where he's talking about. <laughs> but anyway, so watching him was like watching Jesus at Red Rocks, which I don't whatever. But people, what instrument does Jesus what is, play? What does Jesus do at Red Rocks? Do you think? Um, probably preach. I would say preach. He was probably watching the South Park concert, by the way, which w- was hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw the live South Park concert. Um, no. It was literally them playing the music live, like all the songs from like the show. It was fucking hilarious. Like they played like Gay Fish from uh, you know the. Oh uh, yeah. And they still you know, they sang it like you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Like they were the ones singing and doing all that, and it was actually really it was really great. Actually. So you think that's what Jesus does at Red Rocks? Well, I mean, Jesus is really... I mean, he's, he's very prominent in South Park, Jesus, so... Yeah, 
I think he uh, maybe does a miracle or shakes a tambourine or something. I don't know. Anyway. All right. So, Mike Evans, like I said, with Russell Gage there and Julio Jones, that's why, you know, number 11. But, again, he will probably get 1,000 yards. Just guaranteed. Um, number 12. And Chris Gottman, I mean. What's up? And Chris, Chris Gottman. Well, I wasn't. I, I mean, he's been there. That's why I didn't, I didn't mention him. But he's, he's, he's been there. Russell Gage was there, too. Whatever. Never mind. Go on. Go on. Anyway, um, number 12, Michael Pittman. Uh, I really do like Michael Pittman. I, I liked him a lot last year. Um, and now he has Matt Ryan throwing on the ball, and he's a clear-cut number one wide receiver on that team. Definitely should uh, – he actually could probably drop it. He could probably slide up into the top 10 uh, with Matt Ryan throwing on the ball. Number 13, T. Higgins, as John mentioned. He had a great season last year, and Jamar Chase, you know, he's more consistent than uh, Jamar Chase was. It's nice that Burrow has two potential number one wide receivers on his team. Um, I would not be upset having Higgins as my number two wide receiver for sure. Um, number 14, Deontay Johnson. Again, guy just got paid uh, for a nice two-year contract. Number one wide receiver on that team. Uh, Juju's gone. Claypool sort of settled. <sighs> Who knows what Claypool's doing? Um, and they have their rookie, um, what's his name, uh, George Pickens, people seem to love, but it's still Deontay Johnson's team. Just a little bit worried about the quarterback situation that's going on there. I don't, uh, don't sort of, don't, don't trust Trubisky right now. Um, and who knows if he's even going to be the quarterback. Uh, number 15, Terry McLaurin. Um, another wide receiver that constantly gets overlooked, uh, every year. He, he's not like a, for some reason, he's just not like a, like a sexy name, but he just constantly produces, and he doesn't have a high ceiling. He's, he he doesn't. Mike Evans he, with half the touchdown. But he always just like in the what first two three years he's just always been just he just does it like not sexy he just does it and yeah. and now he has no I'm just saying his, his ceiling isn't high and his ceiling I, is probably 1100 yards and five touchdowns. No, I I think a little higher than that, and I think Carson Wentz makes his value pretty. Worse. No, I don't think it's worse. You really think it's worse? No, no, no. It's just... And you want to make fun of Carson Wentz. That's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I see how it is. I see how it is. Look, he... Yeah. Look, if... Like, he might... Yeah, if this is the best year of his career, then he'll get over 1,100 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it, yeah, you, you're just... Which is, which is much... Which is, yeah, definitely doable. It's his only his fourth year. You know, and who do you, who does who does he really have to compete with to get targets, right? It's not Prob- it's not it's not Antonio Gibson, and he might not even be the starting running back. Jahan, probably just Dotson. It yeah, I mean maybe and Curtis Gizzard. Samuel. I mean that was a guy. Was a, talk about a one year wonder right there, and uh, J D McKissick. You know, like our boy, like just uh, dumpers. It, I mean, will Carson Wentz become? You know, I mean when you go to when you go to Washington, I mean. You become, you know, it's dumb city. So, it may be McKissick show again. But Curtis Samuel, come on, we we'll worry about it's him. Dump, it's dump city so much that they had uh, poop uh, coming from. <laughs> they did have a lot of poop coming from. The, the uh, oh yeah god. poop coming from the what the the roof last year. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, that that, that place is a shithole. Too um, many dumpers there. That place, too many dumpers. It was been dump city for too long. But yeah. So I like Terry McLaurin at fifteen. Um, he's like I said, not a sexy pick when you when you draft him, but he's a solid pick. Okay, um, I'm gonna have a really shocking one for 
11. It's DJ Moore. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't think it's that shocking. I mean. Yeah. I mean, the guy, 93 receptions, 1,157 yards and four TDs with fucking Sam Darnold. So if we think Baker Mayfield is just a little bit better. Do we? Uh, I mean, then who knows? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It could I'm be Sam Darnold again. I'm hoping for my rankings that Baker Mayfield better. Uh, number 12, Keenan Allen, old reliable. Uh, he's going to go the way of Adam Thielen soon, one of these years, where he just becomes a very reliable red zone target and his receptions go down really heavily. Uh, hopefully it's not this year. I'm a little worried about drafting him, but uh, I, I mean, i got to see a bad year from him before I start to fade him past top 15 so if he's just going to keep getting 100 uh, receptions a thousand yards and over five touchdowns then i'll just i guess i'll keep liking him i don't think uh, i could I, ever fade uh keenan allen until i actually see yeah. it you know like he's just too much of a boy no that's true top 10 is a little ambitious though in my opinion oh not for me not for my boys you know how i you know i go hard yeah you do hard in the paint for your boys 13, A.J. Brown, we talked about the talent. Uh, don't like the situation. Not a big fan of Jalen Hurts, but talent is obvious. 14, he might miss the – he's going to miss the first game, probably the first two, but once he started getting rolling with Tom Brady, this guy looked excellent. Chris Godwin, uh, I think, is being heavily undervalued. Uh, you know, 1,100 yards and, and he missed three games last year. And it also took him a, a couple games after coming back from injury to get going. So uh, if he's healthy after the first couple games, uh, I think he's being very undervalued. Um, four, and number 15 is Cortland Sutton. Uh, you're just hoping it's him or Judy. I think it's going to be him. It looks like him and Russell Wilson are really uh, hitting it off. But, you know, Wilson... Always supports, I mean, at least for the last few years, supports a, a really high target. Uh, Sutton, you know, has that potential uh, to be a true outside weapon. And I just want to jump on the Sutton train and get some of that Wilson magic in me. <laughs> okay. My... <laughs> All right. My number 11 is T. Higgins. All the reasons that we talked about before. Number 12, Michael Pittman. 13, Terry McLaren. Uh, 14, our boy Keenan Allen. Still has a, a one or two more years at a very high level, I think. And then number 15, DJ Moore. Uh, you're definitely... Uh, DJ Moore, I think... I, I'm, not, I'm not... I think 11 is not bad for DJ Moore. He definitely had that upside. Uh, I think you're going to hate... I dropped Godwin way down. And I actually, even Cortland Sutton, way down. It's That's fine. Uh, I thought I was high on, I guess I didn't look at too many lists. I thought I was high on, uh, I guess I wasn't high on T. Higgins. I don't know what I was doing. I, I have him, you know, he's the next name I'm going to say. But, yeah, I, I guess I kind of got him lost a little bit. I that if I have one regret so far, it's T. Higgins. But keep going. I Although we might be, we might have been biased from the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs last year. But I mean, maybe. I mean, I mean he he was uh, in the haters club. He was my number two receiver. Just set it and forget it. Call him the Ron Popeil of number two receivers. Just uh, played him every week. <laughs> a Ron Popeil. 
Um, I and great, great in the playoffs too. I will say the the Godwin uh, ranking for myself is probably the one that could bite me in the ass the biggest uh, based on what I have him because it's really fucking low. Um, all right, but. 16, DJ Moore. Like I said, not too far down from where you have him. I mean, the guy yeah. gets the target. He gets the receptions from, like you said, Sam Darnold. So if Baker Mayfield is any sort of upgrade uh, for the the Panthers this year, DJ Moore should be uh, a beneficiary of that. And hopefully Robbie Anderson a beneficiary. I mean, I don't even have him on this list because, God, that was a fucking dreadful year. Poor bastard. Couldn't get a fucking catch. Um but yeah, so DJ Moore can definitely be one of them top 10 wide receivers if uh, any sort of progression from Baker Mayfield on that offense. Number 17, I have Jalen Waddell. Dude set the record for most receptions by a rookie ever. Um, pretty fucking amazing. Just be a, he uh, what, broke Anquan Bolden's record. Very nice. He's going to get a lot of receptions. Uh, they're going to throw the ball on that offense. I know they have like 15 uh, starting running backs. But they are going to throw the ball a lot in that in that offense with Tua. They're going to they're going to they're going to do it because they want to make everyone know that Tua is the guy. I think that's what has to be my my thought. Number eighteen, I have him probably way fucking higher than anybody else because I think I know he's the number one wide receiver and he can win you your league. And it is Michael Thomas. Everyone's fucking poo pooing the crap out of him, putting him in the thirties. It's fucking disgusting. This dude has the record for most receptions. He's still young enough where he missed, you know, I know he missed the entire season, but he's back. He's playing. He's going to play a full 16-game slate. He's got Winston, hopefully. 17, 17 games, that's right. Hopefully Winston's ankle's fine. Um, and the, the dude can just fucking ball out. So I am not fucking around without, with, uh, you know, Michael Thomas. He is, he is my man. I will probably draft him in a bunch of leagues and either I will live by Michael Thomas or die by Michael Thomas. Um, number 19, you want to talk about a, a consummate thousand-yard receiver? Brandon Cooks. The dude's, dude just does it. I don't care who's throwing him the ball. The dude just gets you a thousand yards. And Mills doesn't look too bad. I know everyone hates the Texans this year as an, as, as an offense, but I don't think they're going to be as bad as like someone like the Falcons or the Bears. And, again, Cooks just does it regardless. So, until he doesn't do it, I'm going to keep stick with him. And number 20, I actually like Jerry Judy as my number one Broncos wide receiver. I don't know why. I just I, I I watched some you know games of what you know the routes he's run and just what he's done. And I think he is going to be the better receiver for Russell Wilson in that Denver offense. All right, we can make a um, one of our classic bets. Remember we did Tyler Lockett and somebody else, and that was a Russell Wilson receiver bet. I forget who it was, but I definitely went with Tyler Lockett. Oh, I have no um, idea what that was. But yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go Judy over fucking over Sutton. All right, Lock all right, gentlemen's bet. Uh, as always, we don't win anything on these bets. It's no. just a gentleman. And we you make sh- about ten of them. And John usually, ju- them <laughs> and forgets, and he forgets what. Then, yeah, I mean, I, I should have known that last bet that you had, but I, <laughs> no idea where it went. We'll, uh, we'll never remember this bet. I I just want to say I made this list. Uh, I did a little differently than running back and quarterbacks. I did not look at the a, um, ADP. I just had a res- list of receivers, and I wanted to really just do this one on my own. Uh, and I'm looking at Fantasy Pros and ESPN now. Wildly different, but I'm fine with that. 
I really, I'm really fine. With oh, that. I still feel like mine is wildly different, and I was just, you know, like I said, I quickly look at them for, you know, reference, but not even yeah. close. I'm fine with it so far, except for my number 16, T. Higgins. You guys have really kind of sold me on him, and I love Higgins. I, I'm a big fan, and and maybe you're both a little high on him because he's our boy, but um, I want to be high on him too. <laughs> so I feel a little low at 16. I would like, you know, if I did this over again, I'd probably bump him around Keenan Allen at 12. Uh, but, you know, he is where he is now. T. Higgins, 16. Uh, yeah, it's really a, a 1A, 1B competition with him and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase just gets those more break-off-the-top plays, which has makes him have definitely a higher ceiling. Uh, 17, Jalen Waddell, for all the things Anthony said, was a target monster as a freshman, as a rookie. Uh, and I don't think that's changing, even with Tyreek Hill, you know, He's already, he already has a rapport with Tua, and you don't just abandon that because uh, somebody new comes in. I, I, you know, that doesn't really happen too often. Um, and I was real tempted, real tempted Oops. to have to switch him and Tyreek Hill no. and just say Jalen Waddle will be the better receiver there. Could be, but could happen. I didn't do it. I'm a puss. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking the I'll, same thing. Thanks, man. Number eighteen. No, not, not, not that you were opposed that the, the, we would switch <laughs> that I would switch them. That's hilarious. I, that number, was funny timing, but yeah, number eighteen. Um, you know, really high on this guy. Don't think anybody will have him at eighteen. Definitely not that specific number eighteen. <laughs> um, yeah, and people are just disrespecting him. They don't understand that he broke the record for receptions. Uh, Michael Thomas. I had him at eighteen. Get the fuck so, out of here, really? Yeah. Oh shit, you know, Anthony. I was both, not expecting uh, that. We're both vindicated. Look, it's either he either it's either a prove it year and he does it, or he um, never makes it into my top forty again. Because I think he's either going to have one of those five hundred, six hundred yard years, where it's just like his he's star done. shine too bright and he's done. Yeah, because that happens a lot to guys who miss a couple of years. Or he's going to come back and he's going to say, "I'm not done yet. Like I, I'm here. I'm still Michael Thomas." So, fuck it. We are the DiCaprio mean. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. So, fuck it. 18, I think, is an appropriate spot. Because if he does recapture even 85% of what he was, then he blows 10 other guys that are above him out of the water. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, there we go. Number 19, Scary Terry. Uh, same kind of consistency as Mike Evans. Always hovers around 1,000 yards. Just doesn't have the touchdowns. Uh, he doesn't have the big body. He doesn't have Tom Brady thrown to him. So he, I think, he has a clear ceiling. But you know, you're, you know, you know, you're going to get a low end wide receiver too. So it's, a, it's a very safe pick. And number twenty, I have him very high. I just think both of these guys are a little immature. They're a little boyish. They're hot <laughs> doggers. They, uh, you know, I think they're going to the work well. Yeah, they're going to work well together. They're going to just like have fun out there, and you know, want to elevate each other and so i have uh hollywood brown um wow yeah hollywood brown number 20 i'm much higher on him than than most other rankings uh look you can say that jack jackson's a really good quarterback which i think he is but i'm pretty sure murray had the the 
best deep like accuracy deep ball in the league last year. He's got a very nice looking deep ball. This is just a perfect fit, and they, you know, they they're no known best friends. Uh, I think this is just you know a match right Mm -hmm. here, and they're gonna get that chemistry before Hopkins gets back, and uh, I think they're gonna make some magic together. It might make me think about moving them up. Might move I know I, I I have them a fair amount lower. I just I just could see a lot of Kyler Murray deep balls going through the hands of Marquise Brown, and, <laughs> Kyler, and then Kyler getting pissed at him. You, you know, I see that happen very easily. You know, it, I, it reminded of those like those, that that one game where he just couldn't fucking catch a ball. Like yeah. I don't know, I just constantly think of it, and it just it 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 infuriates me. I can imagine how it infuriates. Doesn't matter how many touchdowns he catches, that 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 will always be the mo- the picture in my mind of Marquise Brown. <laughs> Those easy fucking touchdowns, he just fucking drops. Just ugh. oh, he's got he's got terrible hands for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, he doesn't have good hands, but let's get past the hands. Uh, <laughs> kind of an important thing for wide receiver. <laughs> Let's get things said to your high school girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, let's get past the hands. All right, John. Uh, wait, right. you. Uh, that was your twenty, right? Number twenty. Or yeah, yeah, that was Brian's twenty. All, All right. right, so my number sixteen is Jalen Waddle. Uh, all those reasons. If I had any balls, would have probably put him and Tyreek either flipped or right next to each other, but. We both have no balls. No balls. No balls. Uh, also, great, just great touchdown celebration, Dan's. Number 17, uh, Deontay Johnson. Uh, listen, if you have Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, or uh, the... Pickett. Pickett. Throw into him. I was going to say the rookie. Not the best situation. However, I also bet big on him last year. Bit me in the butt. <laughs> but that was also like the worst quarterback I mean, in the league by far. And that is the thing. Like yeah, as much as I hate him, top ten last year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I put him like ten or eleven last year. Oh, in I, our I have my rankings from last year. I would love. I, I would love to see where I had him really quickly. Um, uh, that was a guy last year where you were both pretty low on him, and John was like thinking oh should i get higher and then he started drafting him and i got pissed that i like convinced on to draft him but you did you did a a fucking double screw job montreal screw job back on me all right i had i had big ben i was 16 big ben last year i'm 16 just below carson wentz and just below just above trevor lawrence (laughs) i'm pretty positive i had him at 10 oh lord um my 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 uh mine aren't too bad. I did have Dak Prescott too, but that one. I had Deontay Johnson at thirty last year. Um, and well, then that's not too yeah. bad. Deontay Johnson I mean, at thirty actually compared to where he actually ended up, probably not bad. And then also at making an appearance on my list at number eighteen, I have Michael Thomas. Get out of well. here! This Are you fucking ridiculous. serious? This is I like swear to God, swear to God, I didn't I didn't move. A one person. I it legit. Was, it was number eight. I, I thought you guys were going to fucking rip me to shreds for having him no, so high. No, no. I, I was silent. That's I knew. hilarious. I, was like, I, I also have him at 18. Everywhere I look, he's in the 30s. And I'm like, that is fucking he's insane. Worth the, he's it's worth, worth a chance. A like, 
it he, sucks because with all of us, we're all going to be like, oh, Michael Thomas, it looks like he's like six receivers down. Uh-huh. We're all going to jump at him. I mean, just imagine yeah. if you draft Justin Jefferson, right? Let's say you get you get him. You go in and you get like T. Higgins or like a Michael Pittman. And then you have fucking Michael Thomas. You could have three well, then you have wide receivers. You, I, don't think that, I don't think that. I don't think that's going to happen. But it but can. Ha- do, it can happen. But it can happen. Backs, and then Michael Thomas. But think about like with all right, maybe in our leagues that we're all drafting, us all three of us are drafting, and it's obviously not going to happen because we all have ranked eighteen. But I'm in a league that I'm with, with neither of you, and unless I know some of them do actually listen to this podcast, but if they don't heed that advice and they don't believe it. I could end up with Michael Thomas as my third wide receiver, and I'd be, I'd be floored. I'd be ex- so ecstatic if I could en- end up with my third wide receiver being Michael Thomas. It'd be insane. I mean, for whatever reason, on on the fancy lens uh, Twitter, we follow a lot of Saints people because I think you've probably friended them, Anthony. Probably. Uh, but all the writers and everything are just saying that Michael Thomas is is fully back. Yeah, he's back, man. Like like something he wasn't doing back. last year. Like, he is raring to go. I think the, uh, you know, with the additions of uh, Landry and Olave, like, there, he he is ready to roll. And it's looking less likely that Kamara is going to get suspended this year. So they're going to have say, Kamara. I was going to say, it's, everything's coming up Saints right now. So it's it's looking pretty solid that to have all of those weapons, which you just get Michael Thomas open for those eight-yard slants and do it all day. And now Jameis with Elisa can see linebacker, so even better. Even better. So, um, but yeah, uh, Chris Olave, uh, probably I have him way too low. I think he's very easily my favorite for the Jalen Waddle Rookie Wide Receiver of the Year award. Oh, interesting, interesting. I think Wait, I have. Did haven't... you just ra- did you rank Olave nineteen? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm saying he's like I, he's my favorite rook. Rookie wide receiver. Okay, all right. I was gonna say, wow. Way down, way down, way down the list, though. I have a different yeah. one, but uh, I like that pick, John. Yeah, obviously. All right, nineteen. This is just out of respect for his talent. Out of respect. DK yeah, Metcalf at number nineteen. And then number twenty, I also went with Jerry Judy way over Cortland Sutton. Although I was a big Cortland Sutton fan back in the day, so I don't know what changed. I don't know. Yeah. You were a Sutton Jerry, fan. Jerry Judy is, like, objectively, he's the better receiver. But, I mean, it's not like Tyler Lockett was a bad receiver. But Wilson uh, obviously had a better connection with him over T.K. Metcalf, who's more of the prototypical receiver for whatever reason. So, I don't know. I'm just picking Jerry Judy just uh, and hope that they have a uh, a better connection than Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, John. It's going to be Judy over Sutton. Judy over Sun. All right. Um, we doing twenty one through thirty. Yeah, twenty three. All right. Number twenty one. I think. I mean, I'm the first one to have. First one to say it, unless someone else, you know, matches it. Amon Ra St. Brown, number twenty one. Uh, dude with a lot of upside. Had a ton of massive target share near the end of the season. Um, not a huge Jared Goff fan, but he looked spectacular last. Five six games of the year for the, the the hapless Lions, so I'm excited to see where he's going to go from here. Um, number twenty two, DK Metcalf. As much as I like the talent and the man got paid, I do not. I probably would have had him higher if it wasn't Geno Smith or um, 
uh, Drew Locke throwing on the ball. So he's sort of stuck in my 22. I mean, almost anyone else would probably have him higher. Um, but And that also made me drop uh, Tyler Lockett way far. I don't even explain that. Oh, I really have Tyler Lockett really low. I don't think Lockett's going to have a good year at all. So 22, I have DK, Mac- DK Metcalf. Number 23, I have him a higher than a lot of other. Actually, next two, I have a lot higher than most people. Number 23, Allen Robinson, the dude with the the man with terrible quarterbacks his entire career. He finally gets Matthew Stafford. Bobby Woods is gone. Oh, Odell Beckham, who knows what's happening with them. It's it's Cup and it's Robinson. He's going to see a massive target share in that offense, especially with defenses really trying to contain Cooper Cup. Number 24, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um Ooh. Yeah, Oof. I know, I know. Um, look, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, right? He throws the ball really well. He throws it to a lot of receivers. Um, Kelsey's going to get his. Tyreek Hill's gone. I know they have a rookie that people are very excited about uh, and Sky Moore, but we don't know what he's really about. Great name. We, we do know that Juju Smith-Schuster did have an amazing year a few years back. Um, so he can do it. Not saying he, you know maybe reproduce that same level, but he has one of the best quarter, top two, top three quarterbacks in the league, right? Possibly the best quarterback in the league throwing to him. He's going to see a lot. And as long as, the, you know, maybe Mahomes keep him in check, Andy Reid sort of keep him in check a bit with doing that dumb fucking TikTok shit, maybe Juju Smith-Schuster comes back and, you know, puts up solid numbers for a team that's going to score a lot of fucking points. Oh, sorry. I'm like, I feel like I'm just done. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with 24. Number 25, I have so many more to do. Number 25, Cortland Sutton. Didn't drop too, too far below Jerry Judy. I still think he's having a good year. I mean, can't be any worse than having Drew Locke throwing you the ball or whoever the fuck they had throwing you the ball when he was, uh, when, who the fuck was the quarterback last year in fucking Denver? What was that guy who threw, who played first the Saints? He was like, wasn't even a quarterback. So anything's better than what they fucking had in Denver last year. For Cortland Sutton, it's going to be a good year. Um, I am excited to see what Russell Wilson is going to do with his wide receivers uh, in Denver. Number 26, Darnell Mooney. I know he has Justin Fields throwing it to him, but Darnell Mooney looked really solid regardless of who is throwing him the ball, and he's a really good wide receiver. And again, he's, I feel like he's sort of in that Allen Robinson uh, uh, area where like he just doesn't have good quarterbacks, but he's still a really talented wide receiver. But young enough, I think he's going to be able to make it work. Number 27 might even be higher if, depending on the uh, the suspension, how long it is, what's going on. But Amari Cooper, um, I mean, on any other team or if Deshaun Watson was not getting suspended, I'd probably have him about like four or five spots higher, maybe even eight spots higher. Because um, Amari Cooper was amazing last year for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. He's always been very consistent, even though I'm not really a big Amari Cooper fan. I've always made that clear. Number 28, really low. Probably should probably have him like three or four spots higher. But I have Chris Godwin. Um, there are a lot of mouths to feed. I know, yes, there were mouths to feed last year. Um, Mike Evans is going to get his. I just, I really, for some reason, I feel like there's going to be that connection again. The way Tom Brady had that connection with Antonio Brown. He's going to have that with Julio Jones. And Julio Jones is in a fucking head case where he's just going to walk off the field with his jersey off, and then that's going to be, you know, that's all, folks. So Julio Jones is going to be a nice addition. I think that's going to hurt Chris Godwin a little bit. Number 29, Mike Williams. Everyone's fucking fawning over Mike Williams. Did we forget that after, like, the first, like, six or seven games, Mike Williams just fucking disappeared? He was gone 
forever. I think it's a, it was a one-time deal. We all thought it was going to be for the season. I don't think Mike Williams has it in him. I just don't. I don't think he's a good wide receiver. I think all the thoughts we had are true. He is not a number one wide receiver. Never will be. Yeah. I'm glad you brought this up because once I looked at the rankings after I made my rankings, consensus was he was a top 15, and, I, and that astonished me. Did he, ha- did he have good numbers last year? He did. I- I'm not going to argue with that, but you're right. Like He started off as what? The number one fancy wide receiver super the first hot. five weeks super of the hot. year? Started yeah. off super hot and then kind of waited until the last game of the season to have another great game. Um, which again is not a, a fantasy game that matters. So uh, for our purposes, doesn't doesn't do anything for us. Uh, okay, he had another game mixed in of over 100 yards between that. But uh, yeah, he started off so hot and it just like it, said, it's Mike yeah. Williams. He's never produced it for an entire season. He never really has, and I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I just don't think he's that guy. You know? Granted, he is still young. I think what they're yes, people are banking on, he's still young, and he just got Justin Herbert. Like, so that's what probably uh, these ranking ESPN, Fantasy Pros, CBS stuff like that are, are banking on. You know, his new normal is with Justin okay. Herbert. Okay, but I mean, again, that that sort of can go for a couple other wide receivers, right? Juju Smith-Schuster, still young, just got Patrick Mahomes, right? Like. Yeah, that could be sure. that, that. could be his case too. So I just don't think Mike Williams can do it. And honestly, you're probably right. I think you sold me about uh, Hollywood Brown, probably throwing him above Mike Williams uh, in this case. Maybe probably even throwing him above uh, Cooper and Mooney. Um, thinking about it, if I'm like probably going for draft draft purposes, um, you're right. I mean, Murray has a great deep ball. Hopkins is out for the first what eight games of the year. They have Rondell Moore, and they have the uh, the ancient one, A.J. Green. So it's probably going to be, you know, a deep ball fest to Marquise Brown. You just got to hold on to the ball. We all know this. Um, but, yeah, I think I might move him up as we get closer to draft. So take that right now. I have him 30. Probably going to move him up to probably around, like, 27, 26. Listen, it's a fluid list. It's a fluid it, list. It's always fluid. Because to be honest, like, yes, we rank them now, but you're always thinking as you get to the draft. And, and Johnny, I think you even mentioned it. Like, you have a guy here be like, I'll probably end up drafting this guy two spots back. It's just because, like, your, your head's always moving back and forth about, like, well, what fits me now? Like, what is this? Like, you know, all these, like, you know, high upside, you, this, this. You know? You, know, you know what we have to do? We have to do, like, wide receiver list 1.0. 2.0, 3.0. Sure. And, like, and just keep tweaking it, and, and then whatever, at the end of the season, you'll be like, oh, no, see, actually, on our 2.0, when we knew this information, yeah. he was at this level, which fits his production. and then But use a different list to talk shit about some other guy. Of course. Even though that guy was higher. Above, yeah, like, exactly. That we, yeah, we, oh, yeah. We, we never our, lose. Our, we never lose. Our, our 9.0 list <laughs> at the end of the season had – Everything pretty much exactly correct based yeah, on just, the projections just, for the so, season. Constantly move the goalposts. Just yeah. <laughs> never keep them steady at all. Our week 14 9.0 list got real close to ranking everybody appropriately. Um, was Okay, was that your uh, 30? That was my 30, yes. 
All right. I'll do uh, 21, Deontay Johnson. Outside the top 20, I love this guy, but I thought most of his, uh, most of his, whatchamacallit, uh, upside came from Rodgers, I mean, Roethlisberger loving him in the short passing game. Uh, I think that changes a little under Trubitsky. Uh, the uh, rookie there has been going off George Pickens mm-hmm. in, supposedly in camp. Yep. Big, big camp riser. Uh, I think he has it. He has, you know, with a new quarterback, a new a new uh, offensive style. I think he has a chance to be usurped in that offense, and I'm really worried about him. Because uh, he's never been a good hands guy. He's never been a good catching the ball guy. <laughs> Which so, is crazy how many times he got thrown to. Yeah. His volume was king. He was a, the target dude. Uh, so we'll see. I still like him. He's still top 21. But, yeah, uh, you know, 22, Brandon Cooks, overliable. We all know it. Uh, is there anything that could keep him from having a 1,000-yard year? Probably not. Some would say his ninth concussion is a possibility to keep him, but I would say they're haters. Um, <laughs> 23, 23, I probably have you too high. I don't think anyone on this podcast has this guy ranked 23rd. Uh, Alan Robinson. <laughs> Every oh time you God. make a declaration about one of your picks, I ha- we have a Well, it's thing. because it's... <laughs> it's not it's not fitting with everyone else who's draft you know who's like ranking i i'm looking at i look at the ranks i'm like alan robinson's not 23 like I, we we've we have too much of a mind melt between the three of us yeah it's look weird. i'm a known alan robinson hater um of like just thinking he always kind of got projected too high but with bob wood's gone and beckham if he even comes back to uh, the Rams by week eight, nine. That's if they sign him. Mm. There's a big, there's, you know, a lot of targets to go around. And a lot. Cooper Cup demands a lot of attention. Robinson's never had a receiver nearly as good. Mooney was still developing. He's never had that guy. And he's never had a quarterback. Let's see what he's got. I'm willing to rank him this high to uh, give him, he's finally got a fair shot. Who uh, was, uh, who was his number two on the Jaguars? Was it Hearns? Allen mm, Hearns, yeah. maybe. When right. they, when they, when Alan they, I mean, I'm obviously not comparing him and Cup. But I'm just saying, was it Allen Hearns was it when ju- they had that good year in 2016, was it, uh, 16, yeah. 17? Was it Justin yeah. Justin Blackman? Was the Blackman. Blackman. <laughs> I don't think he was ever on the field. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was Hearns. Uh, all right, uh, number twenty four. Another guy I got real high on, Rashad Bateman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably a better over overall all-around receiver for, than Marquise Goodwin. Uh, I mean, Marquise, Marquise Brown. Brown. He definitely is better than Marquise Goodwin, that's for sure. He's definitely better than Marquise Goodwin. He's probably better all-around yeah. receiver than Marquise Brown. Um, you know, I like Brown's situation a little more, but... He's taken over that Brown role. He looked really good when he came when he came on last year, and uh, I don't think Mark Andrews is gonna have the same exact year. It would be a little wild. I was gonna be very impressive if it was the same exact year. Yeah, if, 
Yeah, if he did, if he just wrote, yeah, over 100 receptions, over 1,300 yards for a tight end, that's tough. Um, and Lamar Jackson's still a good quarterback, so it's got to go somewhere. And I think he's the clear-cut number one option. 25, this guy, I'm probably higher on him than any ranking uh, anywhere. I, I love him. I don't understand. Elijah Moore, uh once they started thrusting him into the offense, was a top five receiver for the last third of last year. And everything out of Jets camp is saying that he's the clear-cut number one, <laughs> even with Garrett Wilson there, which makes me feel like he must be really impressive. Um, I love Elijah Moore. I'm getting him in a league. I, I gotta, because I'm so much higher on him than a lot of people. Mike Williams, number 26. We all faded him a little bit feel kind of bad we might wind up looking stupid or maybe we know more than the uh, supposed experts 27 jerry judy um we talked about him more of a possession guy sutton's more of a of the outside guy so we'll see who wins that battle 28 dk metcalf pains me to have him this low very talented uh his quarterback's geno smith though too and that's <laughs> it 29, Amari Cooper. I would have moved him up to top 15, but now I, I don't think Watson plays this year. They're looking uh, for 10 games, so he I think he will play. I think they're looking for a 10-game suspension of like a $10 million fine or something like that. So I think he will play this year. Yeah, if he, whatever. I just, whether he plays, whether he doesn't play, I don't want to be involved. With this situation, you want to clear the whole thing. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to, you know, have to root for him to play for my wide receiver two or whatever to be good. Uh, Oh God, he better not be a wide receiver two. That'd be fucking shit. Or three or whatever. Uh, Yeah, two, three, three probably. So whatever. I I putting Mark down, even though he's. Very talented, just like DK Metcalf. And the number 30, uh, Darnell Mooney, uh, number one on that team now. Probably the maybe the worst offense in football, but he's still a number one receiver, and he looked uh, he looked very promising last year. He did. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, 21, I think a lot higher than you guys, DeAndre Hopkins. Just even with a suspension, I feel like it might be worth it to stash him. It was tough ranking just him. Go go off at the end. It was really tough ranking him because you're right. Again, he could be a, a league winner for the last like half year league. Yeah. Last I mean he's got eleven games. Yeah. The the reason why I felt fine with putting him lower is because he didn't look good when he played last season. So he just didn't look like the same DeAndre Hopkins. So that with the games mixed in, I'm fine with. Fair enough. Uh, 22, uh, the hated Mike Williams, but now rising up our list, Mike Williams. I I, I don't know. I drafted him one year. Back, I would say it would never happen again. Maybe eat my words the first five games. I, I would like to see it a full a full year before like these other lists doing like 15 or whatever. It's insane, 15. It's insane. Uh, 23, Amari Cooper. Eve, I mean, obviously if Watson gets suspended for a full year, that changes, but... I mean, he's too good of a receiver, and on a team that is a really good running team, going to leave uh, a bunch of passing yards out on the uh, available for him. 
Number 24, Chris Godwin, although he should be higher after the uh, the arguments made earlier today. Number 25, Adam Thielen, just super steady guy. He would be I'd be very happy with my as a wide receiver two slash three. Oh, I, I dropped him hard. Yeah. I mean, of you of all people. Number 26, Allen Robinson. Talk about him. 27, Mr. Consistent, really, really respected Brandon Cooks. Number 28, Gabriel Davis. Big uh, jump for him. I mean, he's the uh, the classic. Had a really good late season in playoffs, so he's getting ranked a lot higher. Uh, 29, Devonta Smith. Very inconsistent. I don't know if there's enough air yards in that Eagles offense, but he's very good. And he was a uh, a fixture in my team last year. And he had some very good games and also some zero-pointers, which fucked me over, but whatever. <laughs> and then number 30, uh, Marquise Brown. Not calling him Hollywood until he earns it back. <laughs> Gotta earn it back. Uh, all right, we'll move move along. Um, I do have number thirty one, Rashad Bateman. Definitely can move up in that offense. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, probably more talented than Hollywood, but uh, or Marquise, sorry, not Hollywood right now. Um, but you know, I want to see. I want. I want to. I want to see a full. I, I don't know. If I see that name out there, I'm probably drafting him. Uh, where, where I, there's a lot of names out here where you're like, uh, I probably drafted him over the guys I I put higher, just because I don't know. Like I said, very fluid list. And number twenty-two, uh, number thirty-two, Hunter Renfro. Like you mentioned, the dude was a beast last year. Now he has uh, Devonta Adams just going stealing defenses away from him. Uh, definitely going to get. I I can see him getting another hundred uh hundred receptions this year. Dude was really good, especially in the red zone. Going to get a lot of those targets as well. Um, Raiders defense, I mean, Raiders offense is going to look really good this year. Number 33, Gabriel Davis, as John mentioned, late season. No more Cole Beasley there. Um, they would, you know, Gabriel Davis might be fighting for what, Jamison Crowder, I think, is there now. Um, looks like Gabriel Davis is going to take that over. Anyway, going to be the number two in. Uh, in Buffalo, which is good considering what uh, Beasley did when he uh, hit his peak with Josh Allen. Number 34, Christian Kirk. Talk about number one wide receivers and guys who just sort of set the market for wide receivers to get paid this year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will make some progression this year. He better progress this year. And Christian Kirk, I mean, the dude looked really actually good last year. If if you look at his stats, like 900 plus yards, a lot, ton of receptions. So, you know, maybe maybe he can be worth that contract, that $70 million contract that he hit. Uh, number 35, Devonta Smith. Um, I'm going to make a, a bold statement and say Devonta Smith will not be an Eagle next year. I don't know why. I just don't think he will be on the Eagles next year. Like John said, I don't know about the target share. A.J. Brown is going to be the guy. I don't know if Jalen Hurts. Um, and again, this is all, remember, we all know Jalen Hurts could lose his job. I don't think he will. Because of the early season, I think he's going to start off really strong at least, and that. But I just I don't think there's going to be enough targets for Devonta Smith, and I, I I that's my bold my bold pick is Devonta Smith well, is going to be on a, on another team next year. One of my favorite ever Eagles, you know, Eagles have done so much focus on just screwing the Giants for some reason. I don't even know why the Giants have been so bad, but jumping them to get Devonta Smith, which led to the Giants getting the Bears draft pick and. 
have being able to take uh, Thibodeau, who I think is going to be yeah, a yeah. really good giant. So yeah. I'm all, I love Devonta Smith for that. I don't think he's going to be very uh, good in this offense. You're right. Great wide receiver. Yeah, I mean he's shown he's shown the he's shown the flashes, but you're right. I don't think he's going to be good in this offense, and I think he's going to be gone next year. I, I, yeah. I just I, something tells me he's gonna get traded. Um, number thirty six, DeAndre Hopkins. You know what? Maybe him missing eight games will make him really fresh for the last nine. Um, if he, that's a name that you're gonna see out there later in the, in the draft, and you're gonna be like very tempted to take him. And don't get me wrong, if I can have the DeAndre Hopkins as my third or or, or I mean my, my fourth wide receiver. Again, he's another wide receiver that could win you leagues. Yeah, he's that fucking good, and we know we've seen it in the past. Um, number thirty-seven, Adam Thielen. The dude can't stay healthy. He's not getting the yards anymore. He's touchdown dependent. And has he gotten a shitload of touchdowns this past two seasons? Yeah. Can you trust it? Probably not. If you can hear that in the background, that's my that's my dog trying to dig through the bed so she could lay down. Don't know if you can hear that. Um, oh, good job, Totally here. Um, she's trying. She's really trying to get comfortable in that bed. Zero. Now she's just staring at me. All right, number t- number thirty-eight, Kadarius Tony. Um, he is going to be. Oh my God, this dog will not stop. It really, she won't stop. Uh, Kadarius Tony. I, I mean, look. The dude looked electric when he was on the field last year. I don't have a lot of faith in Daniel Jones, but I don't think I have to have a lot of faith in Daniel Jones for to, to think that he can have some really good production in this offense. Number 39, I want him to be higher. I want to put him higher. I want him to end up higher, and his name is Bobby Woods. Um, <laughs> he's on the Titans. Uh, who knows? I mean, look, Tannehill's the quarterback now. Was it uh, Malik Willis looked good in his first preseason game, and people are already starting to chatter. Blah blah blah. He's going to be the starting quarterback at some point this season. Who the fuck knows? But all I know is I love Bobby Woods, and I just want him to get the respect he deserves, the reception he deserves. But I just can't put him higher. I would love to. Will he be on my team? Probably. Um, will I draft him higher than some people that I probably sh- should be drafting? Hi- probably because I'm just an idiot. But I love Bobby Woods, and I will always. Be one of my boys, so I had to go with 39. Uh, number 40, Alan Lazard. He's currently the number one on the uh, Packers. I don't think he's the number one wide receiver in this league, but he has Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball right now, so had to put him in the top 40. I don't think he is a standout wide receiver, and there's a guy below him that I think might pass him later on in the year, so um, yeah. Alan Lazard, don't really, not really excited about his name. I'm glad we all put him pretty low, seeing as we haven't said his name yet. Because yeah. there's been so many articles of, like, you know, Bleacher Report-type fringe shit that isn't good. Of just, like, Alan Lazard, the guy to draft this year. And it's, like, it's so lazy. It's just, oh, who's the only wide receiver left on that team that caught the most passes of the of whoever's left? Like, let me just name him, and I'll name uh, I'll name Rogers, and I'll have an article. I just don't know. I don't know what I've ever seen from Alan Lazard that makes me feel like he can hold up uh, wide receiver one numbers. I, I just yeah, Kill. that is lazy. It's like it is very lazy to think that like I know people say like next man up, but like that doesn't always mean that they're good. Like they they sat where they sat 
for the time they were there because they weren't good. Like they were, they had their opportunities. Like I, I just don't see it. Like, yeah, materializing. I don't. Um, I don't like my thirty-one through forty after we've all gone through a lot of them because <laughs> I have some guys that really want to move around. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins putting him right outside the top thirty. Uh, reasons stated, and he's missing a ton of games. Um, thirty-two. Adam Thielen, I kind of want to knock him down. Uh, I feel 32 is too high. I did out of respect, out of respect for Thielen. Still one of the highest red zone target guys, so weirdly, uh, for the last few years or ever since Jefferson got in the league. It's kind of been his niche, like uh, be the red zone guy. So I'll keep him there for now. But, you know, round two of or, or mock two of this list, I'm bumping him down. Mm. 33, my first rookie, Traylon Burks. I think, I think Tennessee is going to try so hard to make him, uh, AJ Brown because they, because they look like boneheads for not giving AJ Brown a contract when everybody gave their top wide receiver contract this year, except for them. I think they're going to be so hard to be like, no, look, we drafted him. He is AJ Brown and he's not, he's not going to be AJ Brown, but they're going to try to, you know, shove that square peg in a round hole. And, uh, you know, I like that for his chances to put up some respectable numbers. Uh, 34, Hunter Renfro, target monster last year. Obviously, he has to share now with Devontae Adams. But uh, who knows? Maybe that just leaves him some more yak, some more longer middle catches. Love the yak. Uh, Yeah, maybe he just gets – he increases the yards. I don't think they're going to stop throwing – Look, it's it seems like um, Carr loves him. I don't think he's going to stop getting the ball. He might just get it in different situations. Uh, Thirty-five, Gabby Davis, one of the biggest hit or miss guys I think this year. A lot of people are projecting him very high. Some people are kind of cautioning that he, you know, never really had the tools uh, to be that high of a receiver. He just kind of had a couple big games under the brightest lights, so we remember that. I- I'm somewhere in the middle. I think he'll have much more opportunity. Um, I think we're low, like compared to a lot of uh, what I've seen. I think uh, yeah. they have him in the twenties. So now this is a guy I feel pretty bad being low on. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, thirty six, really low comparatively to a lot of rankings. I, I was just, you know, kind of looking at what he ha- was working with last year. Target wise, it is nothing. Like I think he is talented, but he was the most talented of a really shitty receiver room. <laughs> DJ Chark's not great, but he's better than what they had. And if Jamison Williams could get back by week five or so, I mean he was the best receiver in college football when it came to just like you know Yeah. Kind of what this new age rece- people are looking at for in this, these new age type receivers. So I, I think as soon as he gets back, he supplants St. Brown as the best receiver on that offense, which is still not a great offense. Um, Kadarius Tony, 37. We saw maybe two full healthy games out of him last year, and he was electric. Uh, <laughs> but 
again, nagging injuries throughout camp again. Uh, he just has to be able to stay on the field. Uh, if he does, he has a ridiculous uh, ability of getting open. He, he really has a, an amazing route running tree, and I, I think a lot of people missed on him in the draft. We just have to see. He has a little bit of, you know, a little cocky personality, gets gets him in trouble a bit, and he uh, has an injury history. 38, Alan Lazard. Already mentioned him. 39, Christian Kirk. A little low on him. Uh, bad offense, but looked really good last year. And I think Joey Trevor Lawrence is going to take a much uh, bigger step this year. Then 40, this is the guy that a lot of people are saying watch out for based on how he looked the last handful of games of the season and how he's looked in camp. Brandon Ayuk, we're all, I'm surprised we all are this low on him. I thought somebody was going to take a chance, uh, but, but I have him there at number 40 because he's still, you know, Trey Lance is still a question mark. Yeah. Understandable, right. man. Fair enough. I had 31, Rashad Bateman, for all the, the reasons that we spoke about before. 32, Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, 33, Cortland Sutton, former boy of mine. Apparently, Jerry Judy and I are now friends. Uh, 34, previously mentioned, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, all reports at a 49er camp is that Ayuk is a favored uh, target of Trey Lance. Still basically a rookie quarterback, so had to, you know, keep him in the mid-30s. Not too, too high on him. <clears throat> 35, Elijah Moore. Uh, a lot lower than some other people, but you know, as a Jet fan, I've just been beaten down, so I'm not gonna put him too high. <laughs> Understandable for that. Uh, 36, Alan Lazard. I saw Rogers quote saying that they're gonna put Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon out on the field at the same time. Both of them are gonna get like 70 targets. We've been saying so, that. We've yeah. been saying that's what you gotta do. Why have so more teams doing this? No, yeah, it seemed like, I think you said we're going to put the best 11 out on the field. Probably not a great thing to say when you have, like, a, a wide receiver room of guys willing to, you know, trying to supplant Devontae Adams as the next Aaron Rodgers guy. So, Allen's are very, I think, firmly in the 30s for all of us. Uh, 37, Michael Gallup. Towards ACL late last year, but when he comes back, he was a very capable number three in that offense. Going to be a very capable number Look, two. I love Michael Gallup, and you guys know that. And I hope he comes back. I would love to have him stashed on a team that has an IR spot. Yeah, uh, I had him in one or two leagues last year. I forget, but yeah, he was very solid. Number thirty-eight, the original boy, Bob Woods. Bobby Woods. Number thirty-nine, my first rookie, Chris Olave. Uh, running the most targets, most catches out of Saints camp almost every day, it seems like. Again, that may be inflated just because Anthony well, followed. Oh. At like 18, so, you know. <laughs> this is much yeah. more normal. But yeah, uh, that's just inflated because Anthony follows all the Saints reporters, so Chris Olave, higher on him this year. And then number 40, Devontae Parker. Uh, if Mac Jones is going to take a, a little bit of a step, it's going to be Devontae Parker that is uh, reaping those rewards. So, 40, Devontae Parker. Late round, veteran dart throw. Always I, good to have a couple of those. I did. Uh, I went the opposite way with my, like, 
41 through 50. Like, I, I like Dante Parker, I didn't even, I didn't rank him. A lot of, like, like Jarvis Landry, gone. Like, I, like a lot of these, like, older, like, veterans, I, like, I just was like, fuck it, rookies, 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 upside, 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 upside. Well, I mean, this year there's so many rookies, I feel like. There I, are. There's a shit ton. Yeah, most of my 41 through 50 are rookies uh, or second-year players. Um, I, I have, like, a list of, like, seven players. I was really mad I had to leave off, too. There were, yeah. I was like, oh, man, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go rookies. I'm going to go upside uh, besides, like, one guy. Um, all right, well, well, anyway, we'll start it off. We'll do uh, 41 Elijah Moore, second-year player. So, again, everything they mentioned, I have him probably way lower uh, than most. Um, but as, as John said, I just, some reason... The Jets just always seem to disappoint, um, so I can never have. I mean, they haven't had like a position skill player be in the Pro Bowl since like fucking like two thousand three. So no, no, what, Brandon Marshall and uh, I don't and, think they were in the Pro Bowl. Get out of here! There's no way Brandon Marshall or Eric Decker did not hey, make the Pro Bowl. It, it's no been, way. It's been a long. It's been a long time. There's no way. Um, all right. Well, either way, I got well, Elijah. John, Mo- John is always pinpoint on his history he, stats when it comes to football. I feel like. <laughs> Uh, 42, I have uh, Brandon Ayuk. Um, was really high on him last year. Uh, bit me in the ass. Debo Samuel came through and just was like, yep, no, I'm the guy. Uh, I know reports that it came look, saying he looks really good and Trey Lance loves him and they have like this like you know connection, but I, I think talent wins out and Debo Samuel is going to be the guy who's going to be more helpful when it comes to real, you know, game scenarios and Trey Lance needs that like sort of like you know out he's gonna like you know screens the Debo running plays the Debo I think that's gonna be more of it than Ayuk um number 43 Tyler Lockett had to throw him in here uh I don't like that situation at all uh I don't know I I mean I don't even know if Geno Smith or Drew Locke can uh support one wide receiver let alone two wide receivers so the fact that he's on this top 50 is, is, is tough. It's really tough. Seattle's going to have a tough go of it. Number 44, my first rookie, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Traylon Burke, Brian mentioned. Um, when they drafted him, it was hilarious. They were like, he can be A.J. Brown. And it was like, well, you already had A.J. Brown, and you traded him for a guy who could be A.J. Brown. Sounds really stupid. Um, so they're just going to try and give their possible A.J. Brown the ball a lot. Uh, number 45, Chris Olave. I would love to have him higher, um, but he has a number one receiver in front of him, and I would like to see what Jameis Winston is going to do uh, with all of the weapons he has, including Jarvis Landry, who I did leave off this list. Um, number 46, uh, the one old man I put on this list in the 40s was Julio Jones. How do you not put Julio Jones on a list of top fifty wide receivers when he's playing mm-hmm. with, when he's playing with Tom Brady, right? I mean, I, I'm just really excited to see Julio Jones in Tampa, even though he's playing New Orleans twice. It's going to be interesting. So, was I happy when he signed him? No, but am I excited for fantasy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's not going to, like I said, he's not going to lose his mind like Antonio Brown did. Uh, number forty-seven, George Pickens. I mean, he made an amazing touchdown catch. Uh, has some terrible quarterbacks, but everything coming out says he looks spectacular and he's going to be fucking lighting it up for the Steelers. Number 48, Sky Moore. Again, amazing name. Uh, 
Could he be the best wide receiver besides Kelsey in Kansas City? Maybe, but not not chancing it just yet. But he does have a great quarterback to throw to him, and people do seem to like him. Uh, number 49 is the wide receiver you want to own, actually, in, in Green Bay, and it's Romeo Dubes. That is Dubes. the guy. Dubes is the guy. Fuck Lazard. Lazard ain't doing shit. It's Dubes. Dubes is going to be the man in... Green Bay, besides Dylan Jones. And number 50, Drake London. Another cool name, actually. Drake London, playing for the Atlanta Falcons. Who's throwing the ball? Mariota for now. But, again, like I said, I'm going upside. And majority of my 40 through 50, 41 through 50, all rookies. So, left off a lot of veterans that I probably could have tossed in here. I'd rather go upside. I agree. I agree on this rookie thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bang him out. This is mostly rookies for me. 41, Drake London, uh, jump catch type guy. Look, uh, it, they're just going to – it's going to be a, you know, a very Gronk Evans type situation in the red zone with him and uh, and Pitts. Just throw it up to one of them. Uh, I think he's going to, you know, just get a lot of touchdowns as a rookie, maybe struggle a little in the yardage and reception category. 42, Sky Moore. Uh, you might have noticed I have not said his counterpart in that offense yet. Uh, 43, Juju Smith-Schuster. You just I don't, know, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know about Juju. I don't think he's that good. I think he's one of those classic, oh, uh, he moved to a great offense. Now we just have to rank him really high for some reason. So Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had a good season with Pittsburgh, you know. It did happen. Yeah, he had, he had we already one. had this discussion. We already had this. I'm just saying. He had one good season. The only thing that's working for him is that, and it maybe it works against him because uh, Patrick Mahomes is so used to TikTok bullshit that he might just be like, whatever, I, I know how to handle this. Or Patrick <laughs> yeah. Mahomes might just be like, not in my work life. Come this on. Is, this is the breaking so point. Much, yeah, I have so much of this in my home life, and now you're going to bring it into my work life? He is only 25 years old, just, you know. So he is young. Do you? Yeah. So he's not, he's yeah. not old. Yeah, he acts like he's only 25 years old. No, I know that. But I'm saying, like, he's not like, you know, someone who's 28, 29 years old. You know, you're like, oh, you know, maybe he's past his prime. He's still, he's still really young. Sure. He's fine. You gotta have Sky, a Moore, Sky Moore has an age, too. He's some age. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and I like him a little more than Juju. Who knows? I, I don't know. Sorry. I probably have Juju too low. But uh, he's just been getting ranked in the top 20 for, like, the last three seasons and just hasn't even come close to that. So uh, sometime, at some point we got to learn. 44, Devonta Smith. I uh, hate putting him this low. I think he's a phenomenal wide receiver. There's, like, 10 other teams. If he was on, I'd put him in the top 20. One of those teams is not the Eagles. <laughs> uh, I thought I was a little on him at 29, but... Yeah, no, 45. You, you were high. I, I had him last year. He was maddening. He went from two points, two points, two points, 25 points, two points, three points. It was terrible. Uh, 45, Bob Woods. Like you said, you can't leave him off. Uh, not much competition besides the rookie in that offense. Julio Jones, 46. Got to put him on a list. Anthony already said it. 47, Romeo Dubes. We, you know, like we said, Rodgers is going to get frustrated with him, rookie drops, rookie mistakes, stuff like that. But he's probably – he has shown throughout camp to be the most talented receiver. 48, Chris Olave, another camp standout. Do you see any, uh, you know, 
similarities here. 49, George Pickens. Uh, another camp standout. <laughs> it's all rookies, and baby. Pre- and preseason game standout. Yep. And number 50 was so hard. Uh, there were so many guys I wanted to put here. Only because of his draft capital did I put Garrett Wilson. Oh, I, oh, I was going to guess Garrett Wilson. I left him off, but yeah. Yeah, draft capital. You know, I was him and Wandell Robinson were going back and forth and back and forth just because it, they've been using Robinson as their wide receiver one uh, a lot in camp, which is crazy to me. Seeing That's because they hate they hate Galladay. <laughs> they hate Galladay. They couldn't hate Galladay more. It's really hilarious. It. It would be sad if it wasn't so funny how much money they spent on a guy who just like doesn't seem like he cares anymore. He's like, oh, contract, cool. And Tony's injured a lot. So Wondell Moore is a guy I, I want to have on a lot of teams. He's probably not going to get uh, – Wondell Robinson, sorry. Not going to get drafted a lot, and I love him as an end-of-the-draft stash. Uh, Rand, Rand, Rondell Moore – Jacoby Myers, Chase Claypool, Tyler Lockett, Michael Gallup, Jahan Dotson, Paris Campbell. All these names are people I want at the end of yeah. a draft. And they didn't even make the top 50. So, yeah. But like, they're uh, all names that are very recognizable, too. Yeah, it was really like, at this point, like I said, like I'm going with the player who has upside. And I don't know what I'm going to get because it could be a, like, it, it could be, you know, like, like at Odell Beckham, like first year, you know, you never know what you're gonna get. You you know, like Jarvis Landry or Paris Campbell, not or Devontae Parker, they're not putting up numbers, right? Like they're not putting up crazy numbers. You know what you're gonna get. They're not. They yeah. they have ceilings. These guys, you have no fucking idea what they can do. And if and if they if they they don't perform, you fucking drop them, right? Like you're taking. Yeah. This is where you take those fucking chances at the back of the draft. And- and look, you're going to be able to find a guy like Jacoby Myers on uh, free agency wire the mm-hmm. first after the first two weeks. So if you don't, if your rookie or your whatever is looking really bad, then yeah, you just drop him for the safe the safe pick. Jacoby Myers is going to get his targets every game. He's going to get his five receptions for sixty yards. There's guys out there like that. But so I'd rather go with should... the George Pickens. Who who knows? You know, maybe fucking just. Shines as a rookie. I'd rather have that. I'd rather take that chance. All right. Uh, 41, off injured, but very electric. Kadarius Tony. 42, got to put him on the list. Tyler Lockett. Uh, 43, I guess Juju. 44, Hunter Renfro, probably too low. In my 2.0, he's definitely going to be a little bit higher. <laughs> After week uh, two. 40, 45, got to put him on the list, too. Julio. Number 46, Darnell Mooney. Just. Awful, awful situation, but I guess you have to put put him on there at least someplace. 47, Chase Claypool. 48, mm. Garrett Wilson. 49, Drake London. And then 50, Christian Kirk, I guess. I don't know. I, I couldn't find a spot for him, so I just put him on at the end. That, that's another player, Chase Claypool. Another guy who, uh, you know, was people were loving early on and now is sort of like just... You know, I think, know, I think he's dropping off my, my 2.0 list. Yeah, yeah. I, I was really uh, shocked when I got to fifty, and I was like, I didn't have him on here. Uh, but he's he might be wide receiver. He's probably wide receiver three in that offense that's not supposed to be like a an electric it's offense. A huge air offense, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna run through Najee Harris, so that's pretty much what that offense is running through. Uh, ran through it last year, so yeah. So he's the number four option, and and Pryor Muth is supposed maybe to be yeah, maybe maybe the number five option, yeah. With Firebooth. Um, Not looking good for Claypool. 
All right. Um, I think that's it. Any, any closing statements? Anything else you guys got to say before we head out? I don't know. Super deep. Like, there's clear top seven or eight or whatever. And then after that, it's very deep. All those guys are very interchangeable. So you want to get those first. You want to get one of those elite guys. Yeah. Yeah, go, go early. Don't be afraid to use a first-round pick on a wide receiver if it's not something you're used to doing. Don't. Exactly. Especially, like, earlier, you know, top top half of that draft. Don't be don't don't be afraid. Take a wide receiver because if you don't come back, if it comes back around to you, you might end up with, your, you know, your number one being Michael Pittman. And I'm not going to lie, not really feeling Michael Pittman as my number one wide receiver. Um, I want I one. I want one of those top seven eight guys. So would you rather? So this is like a scenario because you could. Would you rather like, uh, Kelsey or Pitts and a guy like Pittman number as your number one wide receiver, or Jeff or like Jefferson or Lamb and a guy like Dalton Schultz as your tight end, like. That's oh. the kind of decision oh. you're going to have to make. Jefferson and Schultz. Schultz. Or Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson, Jefferson and Schultz for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. Jefferson, so, cause, cause so, Jefferson is going to be, I think, like I said, like, I mean, he's my number one wide receiver. I think he's yeah. going to be. So when you skip over these guys for two running backs or a running back and a top flight tight end, you're, you're really, de- like, going, you're really digging into your bag of tricks in wide receiver one territory. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look, uh, I got my first draft coming up on the 28th, right? Yeah, so, like, I'm number 12. I picked number 12. I made, that's, I'm hoping that one of those top seven guys, Debo, falls to me, you know? People draft the running backs. I'll be very excited. That's what I'm hoping. Did you did you pick the order for that draft? Yeah, uh, we did. Um, so, I had the fifth, no, sorry, the sixth selection, and one through five were already gone. And I'm like, I don't want to be in the middle of the draft. I, I don't want to be in the middle, yeah. So I, I chose 12. I, I chose Wait, for, uh, for a haters club? No, 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 no. This is another league. No, no, no I, I haven't done that. No, no, I, I miss something? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we're going to do a, I think I'm looking at a horse race uh, that we're going to do the, the 12, okay. the 12 again, like I did last time. So, uh. Okay, so. But yeah, no. So I, I picked twelve after the first five were gone because I didn't want to feel like being in the middle of the. I don't know. I just don't want to be in the middle. So I was like, I want the back end. I love the middle. I, I that's funny. That's, that's funny. My favorite. I, I hate the middle. I, I like going the back end so like I could just get that like you know pop pop and then just you know, and then you know then you suffer yeah. you suffer you Sit suffer back, you yeah. suffer for twenty twenty picks twenty two picks. That, that's <laughs> why I love the middle. I just I, I've always been a fan of picks six through nine. That's like my wheelhouse. Um, especially when it's not like a a clear cut, you know, type of draft, which I think this is. There's not like five amazing running backs, and I need one of them. It's like yeah. if I'm not getting Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey, then whatever. I, I'm okay with letting people decide, duke it out, and then. But if I'm all the way down, the to like, if I'm all the way down to like ten, eleven, twelve, then I might miss out on. You know, I, I have a pretty good set of uh, ten players I'd want. I don't know. We'll I see. Know. Like I, 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 I definitely hurt my chances of getting like Jefferson or you know Adams or Cup or Chase. You know, but you know my my hope is that maybe Samuel falls to me or Diggs. You know, and I'll I'll be happy with that as my my top 
Well, yeah, my, my, my you're looking at yeah. You're probably getting a Samuel Diggs Adams plus like Mixon type of thing, and I'd isn't? be perfectly happy with that. Perfectly yeah. happy. Yeah, that's good. That's a good building block. Or maybe even maybe even go fucking nuts and maybe I could fall and get like a uh, a Samuel and Kelsey. Like I would go nuts with that. Like that'd be insane because you lock down your, your tight end every week. Like and then having Samuel. Yeah. There's only there's nothing wrong with picking Kelsey. In the top two rounds. Yeah. Every time I do it and I think my team's looking a little weak in one position, I make it far that year because, yeah, you win the battle. You always win that battle. Nine, nine times out of ten, you win that battle. So, nine times out of ten. Well, speaking of Kelsey, next week we are doing our tight end rankings as well as dipping into a little defensive rankings uh, to round out our, uh, our rankings before. It's it. It's it. I mean... We're getting into draft season. I mean, that, we are we are closing in on people are already drafting. Which, by the way, too early. But whatever. Sometimes you have yeah. no choice. You have no choice. That, that's how it happens. But if you really want to get, you know, fuel starting draft this early, you might want to either try and push it for later or just get a lead because that's way too early to be drafting. Um, but yeah, so next week, tight ends, defenses. That's it. We are on to we are on the drafts, and uh, football season is right around the corner. So with that, um, you can find us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter. Ask us any of your fantasy football questions. We are always active. We are we are answering questions all the time during the season. Um, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. And as always, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.